0: Welcome to HDE Home Care. HDE Home Care is a family owned company that hires service providers to work with people with disabilities. We support children and adults at home and in the community to accomplish daily activities. Welcome back to Success Stories with HDE. I'm Lexi and I will be interviewing Monique Guerrero today. She is a behavior professional with HDE, and she's been with us for about five years. She also just started doing OIS training, Organ Intervention System, which is a helpful training for clients who may have physical behaviors, and it's how to basically intervene and prevent any sort of injuries to the client themselves or to the caregiver's as well as educating how to de-escalate behaviors in general. Monique will be joining me today and discussing her history working in the field, kind of what life experiences brought her here, and also her plans for the future. So today we have Monique. Um, She is part of HDE's behavior team. And we're talking about how she found herself in this career and kind of, you know, what happened in her life along the way uh, that brought her to working in this field and specifically at HDE. So welcome, Monique. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So, so will you tell me a little bit about how you found yourself in this field, um, specifically, you know, working with people with developmental and physical disabilities. What kind of brought you into this field in general? Yeah, that is actually a really good question.
1: So the reason I'm in this field is because of my uncle and he has up syndrome. He is actually older than my dad, which I don't really run into a lot of families having children after another child with a disability, such as Up Syndrome. Um, So I was raised with my uncle. He was the president, and he loved the Oakland A's and the Kansas City Chiefs. And I would go over there, and my parents never mentioned anything about him. And it wasn't until my sophomore year... I I went to private school, kindergarten to freshman year. And my first year in public high school, I had a girl come up. Well, she didn't come up to me. I saw her walking around the quad and she was asking for help. And I was just watching and she continued to ask for help and people were ignoring her. And I couldn't understand why somebody would ignore somebody asking for help. So I go up to her and I introduce myself And we get to talking. She told me she was lost and she wanted to find her classroom. So we walked around the high school and it's my first year there too. So I don't know where anything is. And (laughs) we end up finding her class. I talk with the teacher and man, I go through the whole rest of the day just thinking why nobody would help her. And it wasn't until I got home And I asked my mom and my dad. I actually had a conversation with my mom about this yesterday. (laughs) Um, So I get home and I ask my parents why nobody would help her. Of course, I explained the background of it. I asked why nobody would help her. And that's when my parents let me know that there are individuals in this world with intellectual or developmental disabilities. And we shouldn't judge anybody based on their appearance, or even how they communicate. And then that's also when I found out my uncle has up syndrome. And I had no idea what in the world it was.
0: (sighs) Yeah, actually, would you explain what up syndrome is for people who aren't (laughs) aware? Yeah, so... I
1: call up syndrome, uh-huh. up syndrome, because I don't like to use the word down syndrome. Got it. Okay. And there is a movement going around where there is some individuals with up syndrome that are asking people to call them with up syndrome instead of down syndrome, because it has almost like a negative tone associated to it.
0: Right, right. No, that completely makes sense. And I believe that Down's Syndrome is originally named after whoever discovered it. I believe it. I, I'll have to look into this, but I am almost 100% sure that it's actually a name. Because generally that's what it is with syndrome. But I can totally see that people would hear the word down or downs. Yeah. And they would associate that with something negative. And so it's completely understandable that people with up syndrome <laughs> would want it to be called up syndrome instead of down because down has a negative connotation to it. So exactly. that is super interesting. Um, sorry, didn't mean to interrupt your story, <laughs> but I uh, you got me thinking. You got me thinking. That's I actually right. hadn't heard about that movement. Oh. Um, I know in this field, it's really important to... Uh, you know, go off of what the individual prefers. So, mm-hmm. for example, um, for a long time, people were saying person first, language only. Um, you know, so yeah. saying person with autism or person with up syndrome, rather than saying autistic person. Exactly. However, now some people prefer to be called an autistic person or referred to as an autistic person rather than a person with autism. So you kind of have to base it off of what that person prefers and and kind of listen to what they have to say. So that brings up an interesting point. <laughs> you got me going. You got me going. I <laughs> love it. I love it. Well, it's good for people because there are people who will listen to this who aren't necessarily in the field. Okay. Um and so it's good to kind of educate.
1: So um, going back to my uncle, um, he is actually called the president. He is the longest reigning president in the world. Wow. Um, president Dan, I always called him <laughs> Uncle Dan. Yeah. He had the whole presidency office as his bedroom. And my family, we... We decorated it to be exactly what he wanted it to be. Oh, and I kid you not, if you made him mad, he would say, get out, (laughs) leave. Of course, you'd be like, no, I'll be better, I promise. (laughs) (laughs) And another funny thing about that he used to do is he really liked electronics. And so without my parents telling us that he had up syndrome or any type of disability Mm -hmm. when we would go over to my grandparents house my parents would say uncle dan loves electronics so make sure you hold on to your phone (laughs) or you know where your game boy is because at that point it was game boy and I loved it. They never mentioned his disability. It was always just he is a normal person just like anybody else. I love that. Fast forward. um, I enter into college at UC Davis and originally I wanted to go pre-med or I was pre-med going towards geriatrics which is working with the elderly and I Decided after conversing, consulting with my doctor that I wouldn't have a life if I proceeded mm. to go the medical route. So I decided to switch and enter into the field of behavior professionals. And in the state of California, you have to have your master's and go through six supplemental board-certified behavior analyst classes and have 1,500 hours of supervision and pass your exam in order to do the work in California. Yeah, that's a lot. So I was really motivated. Um, The the field basically found me because I wasn't actively looking for it. Mm. I just know I really love doing what I do. I have a hard time separating it because... Mm. Every person is unique and special to me. And I really feel that people deserve the same treatment, just like my uncle did. And mm-hmm. I really, really, really try for that.
0: Absolutely. You never know someone's individual story. Um, You're actually making me think of my <laughs> own story. I don't usually talk about myself on these, but... uh You know, you talking about it made me realize I was like, wow, I have a similar experience where I had an uncle who had a stroke before I was born and he wasn't able to talk after that point. You know, he could make some different like mouth movements and noises and stuff like that. But in the entire time of me growing up or anything, I never heard him say a word because he wasn't able to after he had a stroke in the 80s. And actually, you know, once I started learning more about him, he was actually a doctor, and he spoke five languages before he had his stroke. But it was so interesting because in our family, it was like, "Yep, that's our uncle." His name was Maksud, Uncle Maksud. I come from a Middle Eastern family, so uh, you know, he just was him, and he was like the nicest guy. who would come over and play chess with my grandpa and. Um, it was just part of our family and I never thought twice about it until uh I think it wasn't until I was a teenager and I had a friend come over and I was like, Oh yeah, this is my Uncle Maxude, you know, he doesn't really speak I, I mean I didn't say that in front of him, but I said that to them, you know, yeah. so they could be prepared. Um, and that was when it kind of was in my head, I was like, Oh, yeah, okay, like this is different, you know, like But it just had never rung a bell. And so it's interesting because I really do believe that, especially children, they kind of adapt to just whatever's going on. Like it isn't until we're in our adulthood or our teenage years that we're like, oh, yeah, that person is a little different. You know, like you don't even connect if, if it's made to be something that's normal in your world. You don't even think of it just the way that you didn't think of, you know, your uncle having any sort of, you know, in the world is perceived as a disability. But to you, it was just Uncle Dan. Yep.
1: Totally normal.
0: That's. Yeah. Yeah. So it's so interesting to think back on those things in our like family dynamic that may have brought us to where we are, (laughs) (laughs) you know, because it's just, you know, and I, I applaud your parents for being that way, because if they had, you know, been uncomfortable or made you feel weird about it, you may not even be where you are now. Oh, you know? I, yeah, I probably wouldn't be in this field. Side note, <laughs> uh,
1: this is pretty funny. Um, so I wasn't the like most popular kid. I was a tomboy, only played sports. Um Go to school dances, even 6th, 7th, 8th grade, and you would go with the other Catholic high school or grade schools and have your dances. Nobody would really ask me to dance. But I go to my uncle's barbecue, and it is such a straight-up party <laughs> that it is the most funnest, genuine experience mm-hmm. that you could have, where it's, it's uh a summer barbecues. So I would go every year and we volunteer and we help out and then you have like a huge dance party and never been asked to dance so much.
0: That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. So was that like your family doing a dance party or did he have like a specific
1: group that he brought or oh, so um I guess I should say the adult school is like a day program. Got it. Um, okay. for California, but they They teach them a lot more skills. They have, it's almost like schooling, but Mm -hmm. you never age out of it. Um, Mm -hmm. So it would just be the school and then family and friends were welcome to come. And
0: it's just amazing. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's interesting to know because uh, for anyone listening who doesn't know this, generally in Oregon, we have the transition program, which is after high school. Um, that continues education um, for people in special education,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, but it usually they age out at twenty one and then at that point, either they're you know sent to a day program uh like a foster program where they live mm-hmm. uh there's some other like activity programs and stuff like that, but otherwise people are sent to vocational rehab where You know, they start trying to find a job or something of that sort. So it's interesting that every state is pretty unique. And that's cool that they don't age out of it because not every program is meant for every person. So that's great. My uncle didn't decide to quit school
1: until his 40s. (laughs)
0: He loved it. (laughs) He's like, I get to have barbecues. I have
1: girlfriends. girlfriends. Monique, look at my
0: girlfriend. I'm the president. I have my other girlfriend. I can do what I want because I'm the president. Oh, yeah. I love that. I love that. So do you guys have, like, re-election parties or oh no he is the president and he is
1: only the president and in that house it is Kansas City Chiefs and oh my god Kansas City Chiefs were the worst football team at that time um losing every single game and he just loved them yeah. and so He's the loyal. house yeah and Kansas City Chiefs aren't even from California wasn't a Raiders fan or a San Francisco 49ers fan, it has to be Kansas city chiefs and do not wear a different team Jersey in that house. He will tell you to leave. (laughs) Get out. Exactly. And he will point to that door. (laughs) And usually the person ends up leaving and they change their shirt or whatever it be, or they go to the other room.
0: But what if they accidentally wear team colors and they didn't mean to Does that?
1: No, it's just the
0: logo. It's just the logo. Okay, all right. I was going to (laughs) say, I was going to say, uh-oh. Yeah. You know, you showed up in what? Black? What is it? Oh, for the Raiders. The Raiders is black. And then 49ers is gold. Red and gold. Okay. What a great story. And I feel like um, your story and your dialogue, I feel like this is going to be really interesting for people to listen to because it's a fun story. So... You found yourself in this field and in this specific position, yep. you said, because you didn't want to go the medical school route. And this is something you enjoy. Obviously, um, where do you see yourself in five to ten years? Is this something you see yourself doing forever? Is this something you want to grow into something else? That is like a double
1: question. OK, uh,
0: Or I guess I should say a double answer. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I definitely love this field, and I'm I'm going to stay in this field. Um, I was just like when I wanted to go to med school, leaning towards geriatrics or pediatrics. So, mm-hmm. knock on wood, you'll hear this. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm applying for doctorate school, hopefully at the end of this year for Boston School of Psychology. It's an online program specifically tying to what does it look like as individuals with an intellectual or developmental disability or a mental health diagnosis? What does it look like when we get older? Because there is not enough research And there's not enough supports out there. It's more of, um, what do we do? Let's call. Specifically, um, my uncle, towards the end of life, we were asking people, what do we do? How do we get help? And being in this field, you would think I would know how, but California and Oregon are so different. that That is one of the main reasons why I am... Going more into the geriatrics side mm-hmm. is because there's more information to be found, and like I said, I want to make sure that everybody is treated just as good as my uncle
0: because Absolutely. they deserve it. Absolutely, and not everyone has that family base. Yeah, so that's super important. Some people um,
1: working with a couple individuals. Sometimes mm-hmm. the parents are. Aging out before the individual and to be a part of that process is very sad, but mm-hmm. I am grateful that the individual is letting me be a part of the process because I only have one experience, but float. So I yeah. would definitely want to be there and get more of an understanding so that way I can apply it to future individuals that I'm working with. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Well, I hope that when, fingers (laughs) crossed, I'm crossing my fingers for you, you get accepted um, after you start your program and you learn a little more. Maybe you can come back and tell us. Awesome. Well, anything else you want the people to know while you're here? Yeah. I'll tell you this last
1: best thing I've ever done. Since my uncle is the president mm-hmm. of the United States, was longest reigning president in the whole world, um, he, well, let me say this back up. My grandma would pack his lunch and my grandma would wrap his orange crushed soda, sorry, orange soda. Oh, soda okay. in tinfoil. Cause that's what we do. We, my parents would even wrap our sandwiches in tinfoil. It keeps it cold. They would say. Oh, okay. So one day my uncle, he decides to tell my grandma that he's going to make his own lunch. And he does. And wow, you made your own lunch. This is really cool. You could be doing this like all the time. He goes to school. Guess what? We get a call at lunchtime. It wasn't an orange Sunkiss soda. It was a can of beer. Oh, no! <laughs> my, grandma, my grandma wouldn't let him drink, but he would see my dad drinking at parties. So he would say, and he calls my grandma, Tia, Tia, I want some alcohol. And she'd be like, no, you're not old enough. So finally, after that, <laughs> she let him start drinking beer. And as a... I don't even know what the word is. As a memento, I guess, to my uncle, I ended up getting a beer can on my calf with (laughs) the Up Syndrome banner, and it says El Presidente for my uncle.
0: Oh, my gosh. I love that. (laughs) I love that so much. We might have to use that as the podcast picture. Oh, I'm so (laughs) down. (laughs) <laughs> we'll use it as the cover. <laughs> it, it's a good one. It's yeah. It's a good tattoo. That is really cool. I like that. Well, that's awesome. Um, I really enjoyed having you to here today and hearing yeah. about your stories. And um, I feel like this is going to be an entertaining podcast to listen to, for sure, with all of our little anecdotes. So, I hope so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so please come back. Heck yeah! One of these days, and tell us about you know your program, if you end up logging on and starting that, (laughs) (laughs) and let us know how it goes, because I would love to hear more about, um, kind of the curriculum and stuff like that, and what you're learning about. Um, that would be great. Oh, for sure. Awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you. Bye, Moni. Bye. A big thank you again to Monique Guerrero for joining us for the June podcast with HDE. If you have any questions regarding our podcasts or would like to see other episodes, please go to hdehomecare.com slash blog. Thank you for listening to the HDE Home Care Podcast. To learn more about how our company helps people with disabilities, please visit www dot hdehomecare.com